Before we start this podcast, I want to definitely remind you of a sponsor for Fresh of the Word, 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. In a world of wrestling where there's hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads, don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. So if you'd like to discuss a possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or even Zubaz, then drop them a line at 20by20apparel.com. That's the number 20x, the number 20apparel.com. And also check out their enamel pin line. It's super cool. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty, boy. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bummy, me, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucker on the road. It's like you ballin' on a budget, though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yell about it, though. You see me shining like a suit on puffy. You know my condition, I was too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and Got a closet full of kids, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my essence. You see the way I'm rapping, yes, I do. this shit, tell I'm running out of breath. But tell somebody, cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 We fresh. All right, welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. We got a fresh uh, guest for this episode. We got James Delisco Beeks, who plays Judas on the current touring musical of Jesus Christ Superstar, the 50th anniversary tour, that is. Thanks for uh, joining us today. How you doing? Thank you. Great. Thank you for having me. Cool, cool, cool. How did you, uh, you know... First, get uh, you know linked up with this touring with this uh, touring production of Jesus Christ Superstar. Well, I um, I auditioned. I sent a video in earlier this year, and um, then I got a call back for the casting casting team. Then I got a call back for the whole creative team, um, and I think I was the first person cast back in March of 2019. Um, and I've actually done the role before, and I was, you know, so I came a little bit prepared um, okay. in the auditions. With this particular particular production, Tim Rice, who was the lyricist, um, gave gave voice to someone who hasn't had a voice for you know centuries, and um, especially now since you know, the the Gospel of Judas was found, I did a lot of a lot of research on the on the. Um, the character and the archetype and um and growing up in judeo christianity i you know I, I was one that you know thought that he was the villain but now i look at i'm looking at it differently as you know he he had to do what he had to do and so i want to get that nuanced story out you know just the question you know was you know was is judas should we look at him in a different light um is he forgivable 
you know, because without his actions, you know, the whole plan of salvation wouldn't have been achieved. So I hope, hopefully that translates um, in the show. It's This is the 50th anniversary of Jesus Christ Superstar. What is it about this story that has been been so great throughout these years that people still want to you know see this show and be a part of it yeah with this well it's the music i mean with this particular production we're going back to the brown album a lot of people don't realize that this was a concept like rock album before it was ever a stage show um and it went number one in on the billboard charts and um and then they later made it into a stage production. And so we're going back to the roots, which is the music. The music is so driving and powerful and, and just and um, just a pleasure to listen to. So I feel like if you close your eyes during the show, you you know, we could you could um we're emulating to the best of our abilities the um the you know, the brown albums and uh so I yeah, it's the music. That's that's mo that's mostly the, the the foundation, and then the story itself is a timeless story. Um, I mean, if you get an added, if you get a um, if you get a a story out of this particular abduction, it's you know it's an added bonus. We're most focused more focused on the music. You know, from just like the creative team standpoint, what did they do to sort of go back to the roots and? make this production as authentic as possible? Well, it's when you see it, it's, it's more like a rock concert. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, scene to scene, you know, from one character, you know, it's, it's more, you know, there's, you know, there's handheld microphones, microphone stands. Um, I mean, although it is, it is a traditional musical theater piece with costumes and that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of a, uh, edge of it with with you know with the stands and and also it's a dance concert the ensemble they're dancing and it creates a whole nother um character the you know the the, the people that praise jesus at the beginning or that is a mob that, that that tears them down at the end and uh, it's just a really um I, I think that in particular is a look into our society maybe humanity as a whole but um you know with that, you know, the whole cancel culture and that kind of thing. Um, it's kind of, you know, art imitates life, but it's, it's a lot jammed in there. <laughs> Talk more about how this, you know, how Jesus Christ superstar is just in regards to the themes of the story is very timeless and can still relate to society today. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was saying, you know, um, with this, this whole mob mentality, uh, that's going on today and it's it's just a, re, a reflection of, of that hold on one second okay I'm gonna, uh is that better yeah okay um yeah so is it, it's, it's a reflection of, of our our time and like the music of the show it, like it's 50 years and it still stands today so it's there's this testament to this to music um uh, today it's you know you just want to like I don't know how anybody can sit down during any show, but um, it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's uh, the music and the story is it's together. It's such a timeless um, combination. How did you first sort of get into 
music and being a performer and theater you know when was that when was that sort of that itch when did that start i i was um i never spoke a word till i was five years old i was a really shy kid and i was in fourth grade i remember it was my turn to lead the class in the uh, pledge of allegiance and um national anthem and when I start singing the national anthem, you know how it gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. I just, you know, my voice just was going. I didn't know I was, I was just singing. And then I just noticed the class stopped singing and, I, and everybody started listening. And then after I was done, uh, the whole class, I got a standing ovation. And my teacher uh, suggested I entered the talent show that year. And I did. And <laughs> um, and that was it. I was a nine-year-old. And I, was, I sang Ben by Michael Jackson. And people were crying, and I thought to myself, that's kind of cool. I think people <laughs> can, hear, can hear me, you know? So that led me to performing arts high school from 8 to 12. I went to a school called Douglas Anderson School of the Arts in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, it was one of the best times, you know. Uh, I remember I had, a, I had a great time in high school because I was, you know, using my creative mind and being able to sing and dance. And I get graded for it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that was how it started. Right. You're like, yeah, screw all these other subjects. Like, I can get graded on some stuff that I like to do. Right. I mean, <laughs> who needs algebra? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I haven't used, I haven't used algebra. People don't pay me to go see, to go see me do algebra. <laughs> <laughs> they pay me to, they pay to hear me sing. So. Right. You know, after going to, uh, you know, performing arts school, you know, what did you do after that? You know, how did you really just start to, uh, you know, get your career going? Um, it's been off and on. I, I started um, the cruise ships and theme parks and stuff like that and worked my way up. I was afraid to move to New York for a while, but, I, you know, I did it. And luckily, I, I, um, I had a... Uh, it's interesting story. I saw Billy Porter went on TV years ago when he was on a show called Star Search, and I thought, oh, I want to sing like that. And I moved to New York, and I was uh, um, auditioning. I wanted to audition for a show called Smokey Joe's Cafe. Okay. And uh, I was walking in the, the duplex. I'm oh, sorry, I was walking in the village, and there was this piano bar called the Duplex. Um, and I heard a familiar voice. I walked in and I, and it was Billy Porter and I introduced myself. I was 10 days living into the city and I, you know, I said, I'm a you know fan. And, um, he, and I said, I'm a singer. He said, you're a singer. Get up and sing. So I got up and sing. I guess he was impressed. Um, I didn't know he was in the show that I wanted to audition. He was in the show and he said, come by the theater, bring me a picture resume. I'll give it to stage management, see what happens. So. I, I did that, and two weeks later, I got a phone call to audition. Just this green little kid <laughs> with all these New York singers and actors. And next thing I know, I'm on Broadway, thanks to Billy Porter. Wow. Um, and I replaced him. And you know, and uh, and it's interesting because he he did Kinky Boots, and I'm just I just finished Kinky Boots, so I'm kind of following in those footsteps. So that's kind of a long story short. <laughs> wow, that was such like a Broadway story, man. Like that, yeah. sounds, that sounds like something you'd see like in a movie or a TV show or something. 
Yeah, I'm writing. It's in my book. I'm writing. I'm finishing my book. Hopefully, this year. And I got tons of stories like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about your book. You know, uh, you know what's uh, what's that going to yeah. be about? It's entitled History. I wanted to, for, to release his his story, and it's an American musical. It's just, uh, sorry, American um, book novel. Uh, you know, it's memoirs about my life and how I got to this point. Um, you know, for a first uh, for a kid whose first memories are being in the foster care system. I'm, you know, I just feel um, privileged to be able to, to have a voice and and be an inspiration to kids who've been through things that I've been through or worse. And, uh, and to know that, that you can overcome things um, hurt in your life and that kind of stuff. So, but basically, a lot of a lot of those stories and um, yeah interesting <laughs> tidbits about my life so i'm i'm looking for, hopefully i'll finish it this year and i want to get it released soon this year maybe next what sort of obstacles did you have in your life that you want to share with people to you know, make them feel a little bit more comfortable about yeah like you know we all go through this yeah yeah I, um like i said my first memories are in the foster care system uh, there was a lot of traumatic abuse, and I, I, I never. I, I earlier in the interview I said I never spoke a word till I was five years old. I was forced not to speak or cry under threat of abuse, um, and and I didn't know that those things were not not normal. Yeah, and I, I, you know, so it, and I look back on those things because I forgot about a lot of that, and I suppressed a lot of things, and then those memories came back, and. Uh, so that's why I started writing the book because I didn't I, I I I don't know how I got out of that that alive, you know, from the time I was one to four years old. I I was you know in a lot of um, vulnerable 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 positions, you know, as a, as a baby. I don't know how I got out of those things, but I got out of here. I'm here to tell the story. So that's you know what my my book is, you know, and I wanted to really um reach out to you know kids and adults who have been through traumatic abuse and and um you know know that they can overcome and if i can do it they can do it too right right yeah i always like to uh that saying i always hear you know you know where you're like be the person that you wish your younger self uh had around yeah like what you know what does that mean to you that's a very um poignant actually that other word um mantra i guess and like yeah I, I would i i would hope that i am that person you know and, was, and i i think that i am <laughs> um I, although i do you know there like there are ups and downs in this business and stuff like that and i don't i think that i got there as fast as i wanted to but i think um you know, I strive for it every day, you know, and, um, it's, a, it's a great, that's a great, um, inspiration to have, and, you know, in that mindset. And I totally, you know, I totally agree with that. Yeah. You just mentioned about, you know, maybe you didn't get to where you wanted to be as fast as there's been some like discussions on social media about people who have, uh, got their big break later in life. You know, what, what's your thoughts about just the way that people, you know, just the timeline in regards to people 
finding their success in life. Yeah, I, I'm 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 glad that I didn't have Spain, you know, in that time. For me, it's kind of a mixed bag because I really loved my anonymity because I had time to figure out who I was. Right. When I didn't have parents and that kind of stuff and a foundation. Um, here's another tidbit. If, if I would have said yes, there would not have been a Justin Timberlake as you know it. I was um, asked to be in a group called NSYNC and I turned it down. And I think it's because something held me, held me back. And I'm glad that that didn't happen. People, people say, aren't you, you know, uh, like bombed in. I was like, I think about it. And I, I wasn't ready for all that fame at that time. It's, right. You know, I, I see a lot of the young kids and I think it's kind of a crime for kids, me personally, to be too famous too soon. Yeah. It's a lot to deal you know, with. You're not, you're, you're, huh? You're not undeveloped human being and you have the whole world, uh, you know, like Michael Jackson, like Michael Jackson's a big inspiration in my life. And like, I just see how this, you know, young kid that, you know, we, 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 we just took, we took from him and the same society that brought this kid up is the same society that loved to see him, you know, torn down. It's like, it's just like what Jesus, in Jesus Christ Superstar at the beginning, the whole, the, you know, the mob, they love him. And then, at the end, they're they're chomping at the bit to tear them down, you know. So, and I, I've seen that so many times with young kids who become famous and then they burn out. So, um, pacing, I can handle fame and fortune now more so than I could back then. You know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely. that's just my my view on it. Yeah, human like the 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 level of fame that some people have that it's humans are not built to to receive all of that sort of attention yeah. and stimuli and mm-hmm. everything is just too much you know it is it, it totally yeah. is so that's why you see people you know sort of you know breaking down or disappearing mm-hmm. or you know just having to go away or making mistakes mm-hmm. cuz we're not built for that shit no no, it's true. It's true, and and um, you can like, especially as a young young child, you know. So, and, and we're so abused, obsessed culture, but I think it's time to look at experience more so than cute. <laughs> right, right. I also see that you um you re released a single recently, uh, lock lock you in. Um, talk more yeah. about your music. Yeah, I um, that was a re-release of a song that has been heard over 17 million times. Um, it was a the, was a song single from the trailer for the m- movie Fifty Shades of Black. Um, it was released in 2015, and uh, just re-released it last month, and um, got a video out too. This actually has over 30,000 views now. Which is really cool on YouTube, and yeah, it's um I'm gonna be releasing a lot more music while I'm on tours here too. So um, that that one's out, lock you in out. It's, it's out on all online digital streaming platforms and stuff. 
and uh, it's a great song. I, I love it. <laughs> and <laughs> nice. I love I love creating. So when, yeah, I'm looking forward to um to to you know if you guys hearing that. Right. When when you're you know whether you're on Broadway or on this tour with uh, Jesus Christ Superstar or just performing in any way, sort of, what do you get out of like? you know, the, the vibe from the crowd, you know, how does that make you feel? Oh, it's, it's, um, there's nothing better than that instant gratification, you know, and that, you know, the adoration, I, and I get to have it eight times a week, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of a high, it's kind of a drug, you know, but, um, it's amazing, especially when the crowds are hype and they're, Looking for, we have some really good audiences here in, in Iowa, and we like it when they, you know, people make noise and like either the fans come in and they know what to, to applaud, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, it's there's nothing like it. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, talk more about those crowds. Like, what you know, what what's the re- reaction still to uh, Jesus Christ Superstar? You know, what, what what sort of things do you see? Well. The um, there are a lot of you know diehard fans for the show. They know the show right and left, and they you know we get a lot of that. Especially in like like in LA, it was like rock concert every night, <laughs> um, and that's just you know the best feeling. But sometimes we get our more you know subdued crowds who just want to listen and and uh, and enjoy, which is totally fine. You know, each night is, is different, and that's that's a that's the cool thing about this, you know, see a lot of people say, how do you get, you know, how do you not get bored doing the same thing every night? You know, it's just the energy of the crowd sometimes and that gets us through. How do you, like, kind of expanding on that, how do you sort of keep keep things fresh, just at least in regards to your character, you know, yeah. throughout each night doing this over and over again? You know, other ways mm-hmm. that you kind of keep it fresh? Yeah, I mean, it helps that I, I love the, the piece and the people that I work with. And I challenge myself, even if it's not this role, I, I challenge myself. Um, back when I was on Broadway, I, I, I um, challenged myself to be better than I was the night before, to try to find something more nuanced, more, you know, more clear, to be more clear, you know, and not many opportunities you get to, you know, make um, – correct your mistakes, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's that. It's a challenge for me personally to, to be a better, better character, be a better person each day. Right. And like for people who have never seen or never heard Jesus Christ Superstar before, you know, if they're, you know, if they're coming out to the show, you know, what would you say to be, to, to expect? Well, I, I mean, if you don't know anything about it, I would, I don't know if people, it depends on what people, some people like to go in blind. You know, I would say to you, you know, you know, know the story. Um, that's a, you know, that's, that, that's helpful. Because there is a story there, but like I would say, brush up on the, the listen to the album, so that you can get the lyrics and know what's going on. Because it's, it's a rock opera and it's all sung through, so it would be helpful to 
know what's being said. I mean, and you don't have to do that, but it's because it's such a visual show. The dancing, the lights, it's like a rock concert lights. And um, you just sit back and just enjoy the music, you know? Right. Uh, like I said, it's, it's the foundation of this is the music. But if you get a story out of the music and the dance, and if you get a story out of it, it's an added bonus. All right, James, it's been good talking with you. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, please, uh, you know, let us know where we can uh, go online to get more information about what you're all about. Yeah, I'm, I'm on uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, at James D. Beeks. And my website is jamesdbeeks.com. Uh, yeah, so you can find all my music on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, uh, under James Delisco Beaks, my full name. Hey, yo, thank you for listening to this episode of Fresh is the Word, hosted and produced by myself, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, empowered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash fresh is the word. Intro theme music by Foulmouth, Shimmy Bango, and Knox Money. Fresh is the Word is available on all major streaming platforms. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you want to support Fresh of the Word, please consider pledging via Patreon at patreon.com slash Fresh of the Word. Follow Fresh of the Word on social media on Twitter at Fresh of the Pod, on Instagram at Fresh of the Word Podcast, and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Fresh of the Word. For more information about Fresh of the Word and our other podcasts, Breaking Records and Renaissance Soul, and a collection of pop culture articles and reviews, please visit freshofthepodcast.com. Thank you for listening and your support. Goodbye and good night. Fresh, 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 fresh is the word.